So this is going to be awkward. Probably. Everything's awkward to start with, but. Well, yeah, well. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Um, luckily, your laugh breaks a lot of the ice. Oh, that's very good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I'm Joseph. I do a podcast with my wife, Liz, semi-basic uh, women's wrestling podcast. And I'm here with Hector. Hi. And we have decided to do a different podcast because both of us love NXT. And we have pretty opposite viewpoints. Very much so, to the point that Triple H should just buy it and make it his own brand. But <laughs> I just want him to take over the company at some point. I mean, point. I'd want that as well. <laughs> I just know that it's going to take some time. But I'm talking more like, you love Johnny Gargano. Oh, absolutely. I think he's a freaking loser. That what are you talking about? That theme music the gets me pumped. <laughs> it's Candice like... LeRae's theme music. <laughs> Sun theme music. All right. Well, that's what I kind of mean. And we're pretty combative. We've gone on and on about different sports uh, Should we make topics. It? No, we're not going to get into the <laughs> well, We're mean, not going to we? get into the one. Maybe we'll mention it later, but not right now. Because then we'll go off for like an hour and this is supposed to be an NXT podcast. Anyway. All right. So, yeah, I guess we just love NXT. It's the best wrestling, for at least for my in my opinion. I agree with it as well. Um it re- it reminds me of my childhood when I watched the Attitude Era the yeah. most, but it's being skilled and not having to do everything over the top, yep. and it's just perfect. Like there's no nothing wrong with it, even even like sometimes with the bad promos, I get a I get a chuckle out of it and just enjoy it. It's fantastic. Yeah, it's like they they all just seem to be having fun. And yeah. Anytime they're on like interviews, like they're all there for each other. It seems like. Um, and the crowd is like always in it no matter what. Yeah, it's like characters from the 80s invaded the 90s. Yes. Because the characters like... are so big. It's so cool. Like, it's just the greatest. And I've talked, we talk about it on the women's podcast about how great they are, but we don't talk about the men enough. And the men in this uh, division promotion, this promotion, we want to talk about I wouldn't even want to call it indie refer- either. It's, I think yeah, they're no, like it's professional. Not a, yeah, it's not an indie, they're the developmental is what they're referred to as WWE, but like, but they're you I can't think, refer yeah. to people that are better than you as development, exactly. Just don't ever go up to the main roster because they'll ruin you. Yeah, but like, they'll just ruin <laughs> well, Ricochet, Ricochet's been all right, Nikki's getting her footing. But I wanted crazy. Yeah. Well, she's getting there. She's she's starting to build up. For a while, she was lost, but she's starting to come back. Maybe uh, she'll lose it on Alexa Bliss. Yes. Also, Ricochet. I was ha- happy about him. Also, Alistair Black. I love. I know you hate him. <laughs> I don't hate always... him. I just don't get it. I just don't get it as much. I don't get why he's as over as he is. But that match with Cesaro. I oh, that was, was great. Amazing. Yeah, that was such a good match. That whole that pay per view is actually pretty good. They've been getting way better. As much shit as they've been getting online, and people They're doing say way better. AEW coming for them, they are way better. Yeah, AEW for another time. But like, I, I like the fact that they're focusing on on trying to get better, especially before the new contracts come up. But one of the cool rumors is that NXT might get their own promotion on Fox sports. Oh yeah. And so, but I kind of don't want that cause I just want to enjoy it <laughs> on the WD WWE programs or I can enjoy it whenever I want. Yeah. Then, I wonder what they would do if Vince would take over at that point. Oh, please. No, I hope not. no, oh, man. no, that would be the saddest day. And number the father of the Espiritu Santo. No, uh, I'd take like a sabbatical from wrestling for a little while. All right. Well, we'll not talk. We will not discuss that unless we have Don't put to it out anymore. There. Yeah, we're not going to put that in, that evil into the universe anymore. Um. Yeah. So this week we kicked off with Tyler Breeze facing Jackson Riker of the Forgotten Sons. 
Um, match was good. I yeah, enjoyed it. I, I enjoyed the match a lot. Also, I'm new to Tyler Breeze because he just recently, I guess, came back to NXT. Yeah. And I asked you, like, who the hell is this guy? <laughs> and then he just, like, I, like took my breath away, especially with everything they did with Velveteen Dream. And I was yeah. like, please be a tag team. Like, that's a dream. I just want both of them. <laughs> that's so funny, like... <laughs> For whenever, because we were the same way when we came back with some people. I think one of the first things we saw was Dean and Jericho. We're oh. like, who's this psychopath just kicking Jericho's ass? Um, yeah. So, but you've gone back and like seen some more stuff. With yeah, him. yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, okay, get this. And his whole like persona thing. I was like, yeah, this totally makes sense. This yeah. is something that belongs in this day and age. <laughs> yeah, he's cool. Um, the match was really good. I really enjoyed it. Uh, I don't really like the Forgotten Sons too much, but Riker looks like a beast. Yeah, so I, his matches are intriguing. I feel like he should go on his own, and but um, I do like how Tyler Breeze did the roll up on him. I know that's your favorite move, <laughs> but like, uh, I was like, that's great. But then they all just started beating up on him. But who's this Fandango guy yeah, that so I have no idea? Partner. But a lot, all the wrestling fans will know who he is. Um, they used to be partners in NXT for, or not NXT, on the main roster for a while. They did Fashion Files. If you haven't looked all that up, okay, you gotta. That's your homework. For okay, me. that's my homework. Fashion Files stuff. Uh, it was great. It's kind of like UFO Files, but fashion style. No, it's like they they parodied different stuff. So like they did uh, X Files. Oh, okay. one of them dressed up as Scully, I think, even. Um, and then they did like a Twin Peaks episode because that was when oh, Twin Peaks geez. was airing. That's how far back ago it was. Um, you should check it out. It's all okay. really good. And then we can talk about it. Yeah. But yeah, Fandango's back. I actually, like, I don't pop very often. And I didn't even like Fandango that much. But when I heard his music, I was like, oh shit, he's back. Because we've been waiting for him for a while. But yeah, it was cool. I kind of thought he was going to turn on him. but with It did look like that for a right? second. And then they stared at each other and they hugged. And I was like, okay, poof, it's not going to be like a repetitive like heel turn right away. Like yeah. build it up. But I was like, I got I got to enjoy it. It was great too at the end because like the crowd was just into it. I was like, I kind of just wish I could have like a digital self right in the crowd and be like, this is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was. I, I thought it was going to happen and I kind of wanted it to. But then I like realized there's three other dudes that were just kicking his ass at the end of the ring. So that's probably not a good idea. Then they'll all just beat him up. Uh, yeah, that was good. And then we got another breakout tournament um, match with Cameron Grimes and Bronson Reed. Did you watch that? Uh, I did watch that one. The, the I haven't seen any of the previous ones, but this Bronson Reed is Australian strong side. I don't understand what this whole strong side stuff is because there's <laughs> British strong side, Australian strong side. Japanese strong side. There's Japanese oh, strong, side. strong side. I was like, okay. But the guy looked huge, and I kind of wished that, that he was going to be going against like a bigger person. But then Grimes won, and he did it pretty well. I was like... This was, it was a pretty entertaining match, like nothing to like holler about, but like I can see what they're doing with these people. Yeah. Uh, but I enjoyed the match. Yeah, I need to go back and watch it again because I don't think I was like fully paying attention to it, but it seemed okay. A lot of these matches have been really like I've been surprised by how good they have been. Yeah, that's probably credit to the performance center, like working with them. Oh. Um, yeah, I mean, all the people coming out of the performance center right now are crazy good, and it's because they're working with. I think this is the greatest professional wrestler of all time, Shawn Michaels. What? Well, okay, no. well we're not gonna. Uh, no, no, we, no, I guess we won't get into that <laughs> argument right now. But I guess, I mean, I think it's a dead heat with him and Undertaker. But uh, if you haven't seen those other matches, go back and watch Pete Garza's. Okay, his were amazing. I think he lost last week, so he's out of the tournament. Okay, but 
that's the dude that's going to be the star coming out of this tournament. Oh, really? And he's awesome. He's really cool. He's like this weird uh, suave heel, oh, but okay. he's cool. He's moves, like, his a, moves a really like Andrade or something like that. He's like smoother than Andrade, not as brutal as Andrade. Could is he like on like Eddie Guerrero level? Uh, I there's potential. Ooh. Well, I mean it's hard to say like potential to be one of the all time greats, yeah. but his potential to be at least like like you can see a little Latino heat. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. He's got that influence. You can oh, see okay. the influence on him. That's yeah. what I mean. I guess. All right. Um, yeah, so then we got a promo with Matt Riddle wanting to face Killian Dane. And when I heard that name come out of his mouth, I was like, oh, shit. Uh, yeah, because be awesome. I was like, uh, the bro has a place in my heart because he, the matches he's in is always great. And then when I was like, because I didn't know what had happened that he got attacked. And I was just following up and I was like, Killian Dane. And I was like, it's that giant dude from San Yeah. <laughs> They're all broken up, man. <laughs> so I was, like, uh, I was like, please don't break the bro. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. That's going to be our topic, actually. Uh, then we got a Shayna Baszler promo where she vowed to, uh, WWE says, vowed to put Mia Yim to sleep at NXT TakeOver. I, I, would, I believe that. <laughs> I would 100% back that up and like go buy a house with that. Um <laughs> Because uh, I don't believe there's anybody around to, like, take out Shayna Baszler. Well, uh, Bianca. But they haven't I, booked it that way yet. I don't like Bianca. Really? Oh, God, no. Oh, man. This no. is going to be one of those things. <laughs> because Bianca is <laughs> fucking amazing, dude. I, I, see, that's where I can't get people, like, why is she so over with? Because I don't see I can't She's see it. Huge. Also, she looks like, like a I, beast of a person. I kind of want somebody just to go up and, like, snip her ponytail. It's like... <laughs> It's just kind of like Maria Sevapova when she like yells in tennis, like "shut up," like just just play. Um, that I, that could be a storyline. <laughs> that would be a storyline. I, I could see it being a storyline. Uh, but she's rad, dude. Did you see the like, combine? No, I, didn't. I mean it was not called the combine, but it's basically the combine, the WWE combine. Oh no, I haven't seen it. They do all these like physical feats. It's kind of like. Uh yeah, they would just have them like come in and just do like their best like long jump like three tries Distance and, stuff and like, like four. That. Okay. Um, and they were like throwing this medicine ball like oh, as okay. far behind them as they could, just like different feats of strength. And she just and, like, like whooped everybody. In she it. whooped everyone's ass except for like uh, Reina in one event, okay. but she came in second in that event. Oh okay. Uh yeah, Reina Gonzalez is pretty cool too. Okay. Um yeah, Bianca's great, dude. I can't wait till we have a more stuff that we can argue about with her because <laughs> I'm going to show you the air of your ways on that one. Uh, I was uh, back to the, like the, the promo Mia Yim with her game, game recognizing game <laughs> thing. And I was like, you, you don't got any game. If you're saying that girl, like calm down, like, sh- like with your actions, show what you need to do. Don't talk about it. Like knock her out right there. If that, and just look down on her. Don't start spouting out for like two minutes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what this business is. <laughs> But yeah, she could have been more Becky if she oh, just yeah. knocked her out there. Absolutely. But she can't beat Shayna, that's why. She's afraid. She's trying to act tough. Uh like Shayna Baszler, I hate her, but I respect her She's and so love great. her as a heel. She's so great. And and I was like because when I first saw her I was like, This person needs to lose the title right away. I was like, No no no. Yeah. Keep it on her. I'm okay with this. <laughs> yeah, we had we'd seen her since her debut. Oh, okay. So yeah, like you catching up uh was just like, Oh no wait. 
I, and yeah. I always wondered, was like, who are these like numbskulls that are following around? Oh, they weren't there originally. <laughs> they weren't there, but yeah. like watching back previous things, I was like, what the hell? Yeah. <laughs> Those are the tethers. All right. Um, then we had William Ray William Regal telling Candice LeRae that she will be fighting the new Io Shirai, even though she's not referred to as that, at Takeover. So we'll have two matches at Takeover. Okay. And that's gonna be awesome. Yeah, I'm I'm excited for Io to destroy her. You think it's gonna happen? Yeah, I feel like she's gonna like summon all the power from the fallen Japanese Empire and just (laughs) like destroy her. I don't need your friends. I don't need anyone. <laughs> that that promo was great. Um, I don't know. I actually don't even care who wins because like won't. Candace is so babyface, and Io right now is like trying to dig into the heel angle. So I'm sure she's gonna go full on. They're both. Oh, yeah. Well, Candace hasn't is starting to impress me. Um, yeah, because for a while like, you're like, why are they, why are they booking her? Like these matches are so quick, but then like she started to grow. Like even when she came out to like help Eo a lot, yeah. I was like, all right, I'm on your side, girl. And then when Eo turned on her, and I was like, yes, let it, <laughs> let it, let the hate grow. Yeah, that, was, that was a cool moment. I loved that. But um, yeah, I mean, she's. A, I knew she was an indie darling and all, but like she was so over. But I thought it was gonna be like one of those Alistair Black or. Um, like you with Bianca things, we just don't get it. And there's people like that. And I didn't get it for a while with Candace, but like now that now she's starting to get booked in more and more time, like she's great. She's better than her loser husband. Oh, what? 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 <laughs> yeah, you heard me. All right. And then we had Pete Dunn. Pete Dunn? Yes. I always say Doom for some reason. Well, that's going to be a great movie when it comes out next year. <laughs> Pete Dunn versus Roderick Strong, my boy, who I've been on since day one. There's two people in NXT that I just jumped on. Okay. Well, other than Velveteen Dream, but everybody loves Velveteen Dream. Yeah. Andrade was one. Okay. And Strong was the other. And Liz always annoys me because she pretends not to know who Roderick Strong is, <laughs> even though he is possibly the best wrestler on that roster. Really? Well, not the riddles. Not now. Not the riddles there, but he's so good, dude. Like, if I didn't know about Undisputed Era, I'd be like, Roger, what? Like- yeah, I know. Everybody <laughs> feel like. I feel like everybody tells me that I'm the one like Roderick Strong stand, dude. <laughs> but he is so good, even from his first match. Like, I, I was watching the takeover that I think I think he debuted at a takeover, and that whole match, I was just like who is this well like halfway in i think i is when i started catching my attention and then i was just like who is this dude like he's great um and since then i've just loved him like when he was originally with pete dunn when he joined undisputed dude i don't know if you were here when i when he joined undisputed i don't think so that was like the biggest pop that i've had in recent memory because didn't he also like didn't he get questioned or something that he wasn't gonna be about undisputed area and then he yeah, beat up somebody later. and that was later on okay yeah, yeah, yeah that was when i thought they were gonna break him up and i was hoping that they wouldn't and they didn't so they far. didn't yeah um but yeah that that turn or that yeah that heel turn because he turned on pete dunn in like this triple tag team match okay and then he put on the armband and joined him and i was like this is my dude joining my <laughs> stable like i love everything about this it was great i think fish was still hurt at that time okay so then i don't know if just by chance they put him in there because kyle o'reilly needed a teammate mm-hmm. and then adam cole was and adam then it cole. just stuck yeah yeah and then he just stuck there and that was why i was thinking they might just kick him out but i'm glad they haven't so far what did you see that match i didn't get to see that all one. right 
Also, I was like, when the hell did Pete Dunn come back? Like, yeah, oh yeah, he came back last week. Okay, he that was so Regal said that he's over from NXT UK. Okay, but he didn't say that he sent anything back. That's what me and Liz have been wondering. Like, is there another shoe that needs to drop in this deal? Yeah, Pete Dunn just here now. Pete, yeah, I was like, if Pete Dunn like permanently here, like I I wanted out because I was kind of like watching this stuff with like Walter, but. Also, Walter's like been whooping his ass. Yeah. <laughs> After that, I think what they might have done is like since he's so over, mm-hmm. they he was basically the face of that promotion, and so now that they have their characters and Mustache Mountains there and uh, Walter and his yeah. cronies are there, they they're gonna like they think they're okay, and so maybe they'll let them fly on their own for a little while. Gotcha. But if they need Pete, they'll, they'll go back. back over. Maybe that that's what I would do. Yeah, I love all the matches that I've seen him in. And again, I don't know what British Strong Style is, but it's <laughs> it's super entertaining, and I always like root for him. Yeah. Um, but his I, matches are always cool. But I didn't get to see this one, especially because I was like, wait, what? I thought it was gonna be later on. And then, but did you did you get a chance yeah, to watch yeah. it? It was such a good match, and they got like a long time too. So oh, it was really? really good. Um, Roderick has an injury that I thought was legit for a little while. Okay. And cause they like, he sold it pretty well. And then when he was like over, not overselling it, but like leaning into it more and more, I was like, okay, this has to be a work. And then as the match kept going on, like that they didn't end the match. I knew it must've been a work. Um, but it was really good. Pete was doing his finger manipulation stuff. Okay. And that was how he, I think he eventually won the match. He okay. got him like in between his legs and he was like choking him. Oh, he got him in like a triangle choke and, and then he was pulling his fingers apart. And so that was when he just tapped at the end, but like they had a bunch of good spots. He kept getting him in that like backbreaker or like he carries him in a, like a fireman's hold and uh-huh. then throws him up and backbreaks oh. him. Um, his finisher I think, is what it is. I don't remember what it's called. And then I may be wrong, but you know, we've always talked about the difference between the walls of Jericho and a Boston crab and how Jericho now does a Boston crab and not the walls, walls of Jericho. Of Jericho yeah. Because yeah, you know, like, this is just a conversation. That, yeah. Like I think the three of us have had a bunch. Yeah. Um, I think he's doing the walls of Jericho. Oh really? And I think he's calling it like the strong lock or something like that because it looked like it, uh, on, in that match. Okay. Now but I, I don't go. know. I don't know if that was what he was going for, but that's what it was. Well, I got to watch that now yeah. because I want to see for sure, because yeah, we've talked about it many times yeah, and they're yeah. like, it's not really the walls anymore. It's like, what? <laughs> yeah. He had him like bent at, uh, his, not, a, not at his waist on the mat, but like at his little... chest. Oh, okay. Yeah. So he was pulling him higher. Ooh. So yeah, I, it looked cool. Um, the match was really good. I enjoyed it a lot. It didn't disappoint. Like in no other Roderick strong matches have. And Pete Dunn, Pete Dunn's really great too. So Pete, no, one thing. So Pete Dunn and Roger Strong were a tag team before, or were they? Just they like, were just friends. Oh, okay. Yeah, they well they tagged for like three matches, I think. Okay. And because the undisputed era, I think, was jumping Roger Strong at the time. Oh, okay. Or they jumped him or something, and so Pete Dunn came to his rescue, and so it was. If I remember right, it's Pete Dunn versus Roger Strong versus Adam Cole and. Um, Kyle O'Reilly and then there was another tag team but I don't remember who it was I'm trying to remember who was even there at the time I don't think it was AOP but it might have been okay that that might have been how far back it was because he's been there for a while wow. now okay and then at the end whoever the other tag team was they got dispatched they were on the outside and the match was like the end was going super fast and then right at the end Roderick turned on 
Pete Dunn and then Adam Cole and Kyle O'Reilly won. And I think it might have been for the tag team champion. Um, yeah, it was cool. That was such a good match. <laughs> Hopefully, the next takeover will be as good. All right. So, just to kind of wrap it up, uh, my topic that I want to talk about is Matt Riddle. Okay. Great wrestler or greatest wrestler? Ah, uh, you can't start that right now. Dude, Come he's on. He's so good. He's already, like, he's the Mike Trout of wrestling right now. Oh, Jesus. So. Maybe not. I wouldn't go that far. He's not, like, heads and shoulders above everybody, but every every single match that I've seen of his is distinct and I care about them. There's spots that like I've almost never seen. He adapts to all of his opponents. Like none of his matches are the same. And he's just so good and natural. And I don't know if it's because he was in MMA before and like it's just a good move. His character is great. The no shoes, all of it. I love it. Yeah, his character is fantastic. I'll agree with you on that. The the greatest thing is that it's it seems like it might be too soon for that just because we're just getting a taste and it's so sweet and delicious right now. But wait, wait, when it runs out, like what's going to happen after yeah. that? Um, Cause the best thing I could ever recommend to like the greatest would be the goat. And that's Tom Brady. <laughs> and no one saw this linky kid or whatever, pick 189 to be the greatest of all time. So you might put him there at the beginning, like Matt Riddle like that, um, especially in his matches. Cause every time I've seen any of his match, I'm just like, holding my breath in and just like i can't believe he did that like when he when he uh suplex velveteen dream off the ropes i was yeah. like i was like what the apparently ibushi does that in that, oh. that spot too oh, but really? i had never seen him do it before so that that was we were both popular <laughs> we're like, we, i've never, never seen, seen anything it. like that that was yeah i think that was when i like started to switch and I always liked his matches before, and I had even said like he, I love the way he always adapts to his opponents. But that was that match with Valentin, both of them like took their game to another level. Yeah, in the when in in his matches when he knows that he's struggling and he needs to step it up. I I probably say this a lot, way too much about things when people like step it up, and I go, he probably went super saiyan because he <laughs> instead of being nice and cool, you just see him go all red and just like get angry and it's like, no, I it's all over like we gotta go and then you can just see it all change and he evolves like his techniques it's just great to see in his matches yeah i don't know that he's lost he i think he's lost once and was it like a bullcrap match like undisputed or like ganged up on him or forgotten sons or something i think so i think it was i think maybe his fifth or sixth week in that he might have lost once okay and i don't think he lost clean yeah um so but i i have to like double check and make sure on that one yeah when they brought him in i was like man another ufc person like <laughs> shana's good but there's not another shana and like i hate brock so well i hate brock's reign so much and i hate that like people in the industry like glorify brock like he's this great thing yeah like, but nobody likes him nobody likes his storylines anymore he's like a relic now yeah and, but we'll but, still put a universal title on the, yeah, the yeah. title again. <laughs> I mean, I prefer that reign to currently what, right now. What yeah, Seth's was, but that's neither here nor there. Um, so like when he first came in, like I was ready to hate him because I because he's just another MMA yeah. like dropout to me. But I hadn't seen any of his other mat like his indie matches and how long he had been on there before. He was on ENC. That kid is amazing. I've gone back and seen the seven, like some of his other matches, mm-hmm. and he's just 
he was a natural and he's gotten better and better and better um but also like he's we're doing this just to be or i'm just saying this just to make sure he doesn't get moved up right away he's not that great to be on the main roster <laughs> even though he is but we don't want him to get yeah, ruined yeah, he still needs some yeah yeah he, he needs some polish while. he needs to learn how to flip his sandals a lot better when yeah. he gets in the ring <laughs> no he needs to learn how to wrestle with shoes on <laughs> let him do that at the performance center um that'd be funny he's like I just can't do it he just keeps throwing matches at the performance yeah, yeah. he's just like, like no he's like, not gonna be on the main roster without <laughs> shoes <laughs> that that's, awesome. that's like his Samson Samson powers like I, I just gotta no, be no, barefoot like, he does it on purpose just to like keep himself though. he's like I don't wanna move where everybody's else like yeah I wanna move to the main roster and get all this money he's just like no I, no. Wanna, I wanna be utilized yeah. here yeah, so like when they first brought him out to he brought he fought Cassius and like squashed him. And oh, I don't yeah. like Cassius, so I was kinda into that, but then I was like, Is this gonna be another five F fives and then every like everything's done? But it was different. Yeah. And but when he showed up too and he just took him out in like three seconds yeah, and I was like about. and I was like, Oh, I'll keep an eye on you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't got a match, but I'm gonna knock him out real yeah, quick. Yeah. yeah, Cassius is one of those guys that I just don't get it. I don't get it why he's so... Over. I understand that one. I was like, uh, who? Like, what are you dudes? Yeah, so there was that squash match, but, like, I think his second match, I don't remember who it was against, but I was like, okay, this kid's good, and I love that, like, he comes over with the no-shoot. Like, I love oh, the yeah. bro. I love the bro. It's awesome. That was, that was why, how I originally heard of him, because I saw some of my pe- uh, people that I follow that like the indies posting about, like, King of Bros, mm-hmm. and then when he came over, I was like, oh, this is who it is. But that was when I was like, oh, that's another MMA guy. I don't know. Uh, that other match, that first real match was good. And then his next match didn't seem like that first one. And then he fought someone else and it wasn't like that one. Yeah. And the most, re- the more recent ones I remember was like Drew Gulak where it was like a submission match yeah. and like they were rolling around and it was yeah. super technical. And then he's had like that Velveteen dream match where they're just like, uh, I've like replayed that up. one so many times. Yeah. And like, if you go look at those matches, none of them are the same. And so, like, Edge has this thing. Uh, I don't know if you listen to ENC, but Edge and Christian's okay. p- uh, Pod of Awesome. They're the Brother Brother podcast okay. of uh, Semi Basic. Okay. Um, they they have this thing about they they're super into Brock, or at least Edges. And he okay. always says like, when Brock comes out, you never know what's gonna happen. And it's like, yeah, you know what's gonna happen. Yeah. He's gonna F five someone six times, and then he's gonna walk out with the title belt. Yeah. With Matt Riddle, like, you I really, feel like you might know that he's like he know he's gonna win possibly because he usually does, but you don't know what the match is gonna f- unfold as. Correct, like it, it's it's been a pleasure to see everything because it seems new every time he's in there, yeah, and that, it's yeah. and it's again, it's just like you're gonna feed yourself on all this deliciousness that just keeps <laughs> coming from these matches. Yeah, I mean, I guess in that way, like that's kind of like his mma or i don't know if it's just the natural way that he fights but it's it kind of like lends to that background where like no two mma matches are probably the same and so that's what his matches kind of bring i think just naturally and he also elevates whoever he's wrestling against too which is like it's not only how great he's doing it but also the his opponent yeah and it just i was like man i would pay to keep just seeing matches like this over and over again yeah i mean we do we got the wwe network oh that's very true uh, thanks for we that have to watch it on NXT still. <laughs> hopefully for the foreseeable future they'll stay only on the network they're on hulu too so if you have hulu 
check out NXT. It's only an hour a week. It's not like a yeah. three, five if you're watching SmackDown and Raw commitment. Just watch NXT. It's awesome. Yeah, so... Great with greatness potential is what I will say. <laughs> Great with greatest potential? Greatest potential. All right. Um, yeah, he's... He, there, uh, Gulak was on ENC when I was on vacation last week uh, or two weeks ago and he I think he called him a savant and I was like that's the perfect word for him like he just gets in the ring and he just he, he's great I will watch all of his matches from here on out the one match that I wish was booked differently just cause it's my heart was the Roger Strong one I wish he had lost that one really? yeah but that was just cause I love Roger Strong yeah that's true <laughs> Um. Yeah. Nice. Anything else you wanted? To um. Topic wise, as of right now, since I missed like a couple weeks, I don't got anything. Cool. But I will probably make it up on that. <laughs> uh, you can bring next week's topic. <laughs> All right. We'll just do the recaps, whatever you want to talk about, and we'll go from there. We'll figure it out. Okay. Um. We do also have to do predictions next week, so we'll pull up the card. Okay. Talk about what we think. And our boys are going at it again. Who's Gargano it? and Cole, dude. Oh, but it's it's two out of three falls, but each falls a difference. Yeah. And I was like, all right. Did they announce all three different stipulations? So I know the, all of them get to pick, and Regal picked one, right? So uh, I think Gargano has a street fight. Uh-huh. I don't know what. Cole's was just a wrestling match. So Cole's wrestling, street fight. And then if it ends up going to the third one, Regal will come out and say what and it is. say what it is. Yeah. So I was like, please go they're, all three. They're gonna go yeah, the they're going to go all three. Gonna and then like Regal's just going to that match too. And then Regal's all like, uh, hell in a cell. And the cage <laughs> just drops. <laughs> yeah, they won't have that big a spot. But I was thinking like a ladder match would be cool. Oh, that'd be good. Yeah. Because yeah. uh, they were, they've both have been in ladder matches in NXT. Yes. And like, Cole, that was how Cole originally won the uh, U.S. Remember Ricochet was going up for it, and he like threw him oh, off the ladder and got it. I was so mad about that. That was great. But uh, yeah, I'm hoping to like see how fa- like this. I'm more amped about this rematch than entire SummerSlam like pay per view, <laughs> yeah. just because again this is NXT and they have less time, but they put more effort and more heart and soul into everything they do. And also, I want to listen to Gargano's theme music like play super loud. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I wonder if uh, Candice is going to sing it live since she'll be there. She's supposed to be fighting Io. Maybe is Io it, will beat her up. Is it Candice? I was like, why you keep Because <laughs> you got me fooled right now thinking, I was like, is it really no, Candice? It's just because they both look like <laughs> pop rockers from the early 2000s. She's got the look, and that's what the song is. Is, is it going to be her skater boy? And, oh, yeah, like, oh. <laughs> he's got that look, and that's what her song sounds like, too. Listen to her song when she comes out. Oh, God. It's, uh, I think it's sung like it's sung by a dude. That's why, like, I heard her song and I was like, "Oh, they sing each other's song. That's so cute. They do love each other." Sorry, I gotta pull away before I break the microphone. <laughs> um. By the way, they were in Galaxy's Edge like two weeks or like three or four days after us. Oh, really? Yeah. If we had gone later, would you gonna tell? I don't know why you're over it. I think you suck. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's great. I love his matches. I would have been like. He's Johnny yeah, Takeover. Awesome. Is that that uh, is? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I will admit, no. how many nicknames can someone have? Oh, yeah, he is Johnny Takeover. <laughs> but he's not Mr. Takeover. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We'll end this now, then, I guess. All right. Um, 
We don't have a sign off. This is the first episode. Bye. Bye. Make sure you cook your beans well. <laughs> <laughs> All right.